What's good, everybody? It's your girl, Taylor, with the Chronicles of She. Let's do this! It is Autism Awareness Month, and I thought, what better way to start off the celebration on the Chronicles of She by telling you guys a story about myself? Most of you guys know me as the host of the Chronicles of She on the BBE Music Network, delivering great content on celebrities interviews and being all around outspoken silly and always bring in with the tea and Hennessy but you don't know the personal story behind me I am I have autism now some of you are probably thinking you have autism that can't be possible you're so talkative you're so insightful. You're this, you're that. Well, guess what, boo-boo? Yes, I have autism. I was diagnosed with autism at the age of 17. I have been in special ed classes from the time I was five to six. And I was late, I was late, I was diagnosed late in my life, but I'm going to tell you about my story in just a few minutes. But before I do, I want you all to know that I hope my story brings a level of awareness and wisdom to you. Okay? And don't feel sorry for me because I don't feel sorry for myself. Not anymore. Because this is a part of who I am. Well, let's start with part one of the story. Um, as a child, I was very different from my family members. I enjoyed drawing. I enjoyed spending time by myself and watching television. I wasn't much of a sports fan. I quit the first day playing soccer. And I, I knew that I was different from other kids, but I never really put two and two together that I had a disability. But my mother knew that there was something different about me. And she took me in for all kinds of tests to see where my intelligent level was at. The only thing that they could put me where they could basically put me on the bracket of spectrum disorder was ADHD. But that turned out to be wrong. I didn't have behavioral problems. I was just different from other kids, but they didn't know what it was. They could not pinpoint where to put me, so they stuck me with ADHD. But that was pretty difficult for me. And during my kindergarten, elementary school years and up to middle school to high school, I was in a special ed class with kids that had learning disabilities. I never understood why I was there. I knew I had problems with math, but I never ever considered myself of having a disability. And I was always complimented on like how much detail I put into doing artwork, how much I liked history, that I had an expressive detail to things. But with math, it was always a struggle and it was told by a counselor that I had the lowest grade point average when it came to math. And it was, it was a struggle for years and I never understood why why do I have this I knew that I liked that I had a problem with focusing I thought about other things during class I spoke in 
quotes from movies just to be funny. I, because I, I was a very expressive child. I was very funny. My father thought it was cool, but my mom, she noticed that that was very weird. Well, I'm not going to say weird because my mom, she's always been supportive of me, but she can never understand what it, what was wrong. And kids picked up on it a lot. I was teased for liking certain things. I was big. I was big into fashion. I enjoyed drawing clothes. I liked music and I talked about it a lot. And I was often accused of thinking that I was a princess and that I thought I was all that when that was not what I was, I was not, I wasn't trying to say that I was all that. I was just, I was saying that I'm very passionate about this stuff, about fashion, about drawing, all that stuff. And kids at that age didn't understand. So most of the time I kept to myself and I did my own thing. Teachers, counselors picked up on me not really having much interaction with other kids and they would push it on me. It's like, listen, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I I just don't fit in with them. I tried for a long time trying to fit in with other kids, but most of the time I would get into I would get into trouble. I would get angry and I didn't understand why. Why I was having all of these anger issues and why I was sad and when it came down to my fifth grade year I was being bullied a lot for being in a class with disabilities and there was a kid that told me that I would not amount to anything and that right there it hit me so hard in the chest that what if that's true and I'm not kidding you within the same day my my teacher my fifth grade teacher had told my mom that I was looking at stuff on a computer that I wasn't supposed to when I was playing a dress-up game and she said that I need to put my teenage fantasies out of my head for when I'm in high school she noticed that I was different from other kids, but she really tried putting me in a box. I wasn't allowed to go out from my school talent show. I was basically on strict supervision and followed often. And I did not understand. I really felt like I was just, I wasn't meant to have a voice. I didn't understand. And my mom, she was getting quite tired of it. So she decided to put me in another school. Now, for some years, it was fine, but I still experienced the same symptoms of aggression, um, sticking to myself at times. And but in this difference, but in this school, I was widely regarded as an artistic person. I have people asking me to give them lessons in how to make jewelry because at that time I did have a business I did this I had my own little jewelry business and I sang I entered school talent shows without a problem but I was still having that level of anxiety and behavioral problems well not behavioral problems but when it came to my 
emotional health. I didn't, I was still having like those freak outs. So once again, we were back on the track of trying to figure out what do I have? What is going on here? I felt, I saw a counselor for years and I, I always thought that I was, like I said, I always knew I was different, but I still consider myself just like everybody else. But within school, I was, I was characterized like behind my back as that girl who has to have special attention because of my meltdowns. And the kicker was everybody would put a label on me. I was either bipolar or ADHD. For a while, I thought I was bipolar. You know what I mean? But soon it came down to it was a number a number of things contribute to why I was acting the way I did but it wasn't until um, 2013 when we got the call and we're gonna get into that right after we come back from this music break so hang tight welcome back to part two of let's talk about my autism In 2013, my mom and the school arranged an appointment with a doctor that specialized in disabilities. At this time, I was in a program that that focused around vocational careers in beauty, criminal justice, animal science, and graphic arts. So we had the meeting there and I met the doctor. So at first he started off with a few basic questions and then it got bigger and bigger and bigger until I got quiet in the room and he was talking to my mom and the counselor and what he was saying was she has an extreme detail to everything. She has limited interest and has a problem with eye contact and it's safe to say that she does qualified to have autism spectrum disorder and she also has can get eh, has a hard time with social cues when I heard that the first word that I heard autism my entire body went limp I felt angry I felt relief and I felt just disappointment that everything that I had dealt with in school, that everybody was right about me, that I was retarded. And by the time in 2013, I was not passing my classes. I had given up on everything. I gave up on my dreams. I stopped studying. I stopped being um, a 90s average student. Throughout, because throughout my school years, I was in the 90s bracket to 90 to 80s bracket, and at that time, I had just given up. So when I got that news, it really sent me into a state of disbelief that this is what was wrong with me. And when I got that, when he finally stopped talking, he told me, "I'm sorry if I upset you." My mom asked me if I was okay. I just said, I want to get out of here. And my counselor, she tried to calm me down. And I just, I was like, I said, fuck this. I went to the door. I I went to it, opened it, and slammed it open. 
and I kept walking. I was walking down the hall of the building, just ignoring everybody in my sight. Um, so, uh, someone has said that a woman came up to me, asked if I was okay, because she saw me crying, but I didn't even acknowledge her. I just kept walking down the hall, kept walking, 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 until I reached the room of the current class that I was taking. And I cried my eyes out. I just cried and cried and cried. My counselor, she came and found me. And she brought me back to the room. And my mom, she tried to calm me down as well. And all I'm thinking in my head is, is that my life is completely over. It is over. I am... I should just, I should just drop out of school now. I should just drop out of school. I can't do anything that these teachers give me. And... It really, really brought home of what I'm not going to be able to do with my life. So it was a wrap in my mind. After the meeting concluded, my mom, it was time for us to go home. So she was taking me, we were gonna, my mom was taking me back. I got in the car and I just told her that I want to drop out of school right now. And she said, no, listen to me, listen, what you have is not all that bad. The doctor gave me some reading material. It turns out she had been looking into the, the looking into autism for a while, and I fit the criteria for everything. But it was a specific type of autism that I had. I have Asperger's syndrome. I have a, I'm high functioning. I'm able to carry on conversation. I'm I'm more I'm sociable. And I can, oh, how is this? I can adapt to my surroundings and I don't have a, like a behavioral problem. So on the way home, she talked with me about it and she's like, this is not, this is not the end. This is, you don't have to make any rash decisions. Just like, this is just, this is just the beginning of finding who you are and making all the pieces fit. You're going to be fine. And when I got home and I, I went on, um, I went on the internet and I looked up the, I looked up the symptoms and everything started to make sense. Why I like the things that I like, why I prefer to be by myself than to hang out with people, why I had the anxiety, why I would have these meltdowns. It was because I have Asperger's disorder and I and this came as a big shock to me too most some of the some actors that I watched on television because my family my family enjoys watching old movies and I enjoy it as well an actor from my favorite one of my favorite movies Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd Dan Aykroyd has autism spectrum disorder and it really brought home to what like oh my gosh he has this and he's he's a celebrity it was like wow that that's amazing and he didn't let he didn't let it drag him down or let him or let him how do I explain it he didn't let his disability define him. He went out and got what he wanted. And 
it really inspired me to know that I was not alone. I was not the only person in this world who has it. Plenty of celebrities and regular people have this and they go on to live good lives. And when when I came back to school from my junior year, I was pretty much determined to make the best of it and to work hard. And I didn't I let my autism be my superpower. I didn't let it I did not let it be like a badge of disappointment because for years I had always been disappointed in myself because I was different from other kids. I couldn't do certain stuff and that I I thought I was a freak, but right then and there I was going to make sure that my voice was heard and that I was going to make a difference in my life. I also had teachers who doubted me. My fourth grade teacher, she was content with putting me in the box. And a former counselor told me, well, actually had told my mom behind my back that I would end up being a cart pusher at Walmart. But they totally overlooked the things that I did in my life. Because... Not only was I a good drawer, not only could I draw clothes, I was a performer, I ran my own jewelry business, and I was a poet. Still am. And in my junior year of high school, I was accepted into a program with people with other disabilities as well. So I have five years of college under my belt, and I have now the six under my belt because I'm in college now, studying to be a creative writer. So the odds have always been against me from the time I was young. But no matter how many times the odds were against me, I always fought through it. And now I want to fight for people with autism because we it's there's so many of us and but the the world just turns a blind eye of what we can do they always see disability but not the ability and I have seen so many beautiful people in the autism community that have special abilities that should be recognized it should not matter what you look like that here's another thing autism is not always visible it can be invisible but it is also visible. So for those of you who do think that there's a certain look to autism, you need to be brushed up on the facts. Now, some people do. If someone does not make eye contact with you, they might have the autism spectrum disorder. That means that they're shy a little bit too. And there's also physical caricatures like with back, neck, or facial, facial features. That, that that is a that is a common caricature okay with me you can't tell because it is invisible now I come off as normal in the face you can't even tell but I still have it and I have and it, it, it is a struggle it can be especially when people ask these types of questions but I always make sure that I do not let that define me because I know who I am I know what I stand for and I know what I can do look at me now I'm talking with you beautiful people on my very own show the teachers that told me that I couldn't 
if you ever listen to this, thank you for your, (laughs) thank you for your, your judgment of me. I may not be doing what you want me to do, that you think it is a way to get fame, but I'm doing it, I'm doing it my way and it's doing, it is coming out just great. And for those, for all you guys on here who have disabilities, whether you have autism, ADHD, or, or what's another one? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All of us are so amazing. It's hard for me to find, find another one. Um, with Down syndrome, excuse me. You are, you are more than what, just what a piece of paper says, or what you've gone through in the school system. You are, just you are, you are amazing and you are special, and no one can ever tell you different. And I wish there was somebody to tell me that when I was younger. My family did tell me that, but. At that time, I didn't believe it, but I do believe it now. And I hope that what I've just told you about my story will inspire you guys. Because you don't know how, how thankful I am every day to come on here and to deliver news and content to you guys in knowing that you support me to the fullest. And well, we're we're just about running out of time. If you guys have any questions for me, you can email me at chronicles of she series at gmail.com, Instagram chronicles of she underscore series, and you can go to my page or email the BDE Music Network email. I love to hear from you, and don't forget to light up blue for someone you love with autism. This has been the Chronicles of She. I'm out.